All right, so those are just some of the WhatsApp voice notes that you're sending through to the show this hour. A reminder that 11 o'clock for our health talk today, we're going to be focusing on COVID-19 and it's really now questions around the disease and also around the vaccines. Important that we are continuously touching in and dealing with some of the questions that you as our listeners may may have where uh, this disease is concerned. Well, let's turn our attention now to the electricity situation in the country. Ted Blom is an energy analyst and he joins me on the line. Ted, a very good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning to you. Of course, we speak at a time where the country is facing serious constraints when it comes to the supply of electricity. But more and more, we're also seeing that at a local government level, so whether it is a metro, whether it is a district level, there are challenges when it comes to the supply of electricity as well. And so what residents end up with is scheduled load shedding and also just these cuts that are unexplained at times. Okay, if I can try and help uh, to explain some of that. Um, it seems to me, I've done, uh, I've done some uh, updating of my data uh, I was out of town last week, so that's why I was a bit quiet. Uh, and that is that uh, it seems to me the, sister, the situation at Eskom has actually deteriorated since last week when they announced the load shedding. And on Monday evening, they were short of about 5,000 megawatts. Uh, last night, it seems to be closer to about 4,000 megawatts. And, uh, but I think, again, Eskom is not being uh, you know, honest with, uh, with the facts. Uh, previously, I caught them out hiding and, and, and ducking, ducking and diving uh, from the truth. Now, what's also now happening uh, is because, and it's happened before, but it will get worse and worse and worse, is that the system, the transformers in the, in the towns and suburbs and in the municipalities are not made to be switched on and off and on and off. Uh, when they get switched off, they cool down. And the moisture in the oil condensates on the uh, insulation material. And then when you switch it back on again, that moisture causes a trip or spark, and that will blow up or, or disable that transformer. So I'm getting more and more reports of a lot of collateral damage that's happening because of this uh, uncontrolled uh, blackout from Eskom. And uh, it seems mm. to me there's no, there's no end in sight. So this uh, seems to me from where I'm sitting, and I don't have uh, Eskom cooperation on this. They don't tell me anything more than they tell you um, is that uh, this situation is going to continue at least until the weekend. I can't see them fixing this mess up uh, in the next uh, 24 hours or 48 hours. This is going to continue for quite a while. So if, if, if I understand you correctly, Ted, what you are saying is that when we have load shedding, that impacts the transformers that distribute electricity at a, at a local level negatively. And that's why then you'll find prolonged periods of, of, of power outages in certain areas. No, absolutely. So that together with the fact that when they put the power back on again, there's a massive surge going into, into that grid mm. or that part of the grid that was previously off. So people will find that a lot of the electrical equipment will, will now malfunction or blow up. And, and also, yes, the transformers, uh, they'll come on for a second or two seconds. You, you might find uh, that... Uh, the lights flicker on for a second or half a second or whatever, and then uh, the, the, the moisture sorts the thing out. Uh, that together with the residue, uh, also when the transform oil cools down, uh, because of the ionization process that happens between the cathode and the anode, a little bit technical, 
Um, you find that at the bottom of the transformer is a deposit of metal particles that uh, have come from the ionization process. Now, that oil is supposed to be filtered every seven years or so. And most of the municipalities and ESCOM haven't been doing that over the years. And this is something that goes back to the late 1980s when I first discovered it at ESCOM. And uh, so when that uh, deposit becomes a, it's like a molehill, mm-hmm. when it becomes too high, again, when they surge the power, when they put it back on, there's an, a short between that uh, deposit on the, on the bottom of the transformer and the coils. So there's two reasons why the transformers fail. One is the moisture that gets into the insulation. And two, the deposit at the bottom of the transformer is now too close to the coils, and that also causes an outage. Worse and worse when there's a surge, uh, when the power comes back on. So what are the ways in which this can be prevented, Ted? Or is it simply something that, you know, as South Africans, we should become aware of? And, yeah, <laughs> I okay, suppose, so- you know, because outside of being aware of it, you never get used to it. It just means that... At least you may understand better why then people end up with these prolonged power cuts. Okay, so I mean, for years and years, uh, you know and I know that uh, there's been big problems with the cash flows involved, especially at local level with municipalities. And it's very simple. Eskom has been stealing our money since 2007. There's a court case that uh, goes needs to go to the constitutional court, where Eskom has exceeded. Uh, the the tariff increases, as per laid down in the Constitution and Note 71 from Treasury, which says that in, uh, tariff increases may not be more than the inflation rate. Now, when the tariff increases, and they have been, they've been more than 500%, and the inflation has only been 79%. When the increases are more than what uh, people get as adjusted inflation salary increases, uh, people cannot pay the, those exorbitant electricity costs. So what happens is the municipalities recover less and less and less money. Um, and uh, what then happens is they start neglecting um, the uh, maintenance and uh, of the... So it's a big cascading effect that happens. And, uh, yeah, there's no, there's no short-term solution to it other than a forensic audit at Eskom, a complete mm. uh, uh, re- revelation of what has been going on. And the government has been... I've been calling for this for more than five years, six years. Uh, but everybody that has their finger in the pie is trying to avoid the issue. And uh, so it, it's not being solved. And it's not going to get solved until uh, um, the, the, the guts of this thing is opened up and exposed to the public. And the public need to vote with their feet. There's no use just complaining about it. You need to, when the next elections come up, you need to make sure that you uh, uh, don't uh, support people who have not done their work, who have not uh, guarded your mm. interests, and more so, Ted, just before I let you go, is there an audit that is done or a way of tracking how uh, of tracking the power blackouts in in different areas and how long they've gone on for? Unfortunately, uh, that uh, that dashboard uh, doesn't exist. Uh, Eskim has promised me that they were going to publish that dashboard. Mm. I have it on there. Hello, Ted. All right, it looks like we've learned. It's also dysfunctional because uh, you can report something mm. and, and then uh, they close the case uh, because if they don't close it within 12 hours, it reflects badly on them. So what the technicians do is they close the case even though the fault hasn't been sorted out. 
and then you don't know that your case has been closed. You need to go back and check that the case is still open. Uh, otherwise, you're going to sit forever in a day with, uh, without power because on the system, it will show that your uh, system has been repaired. Meantime, it's just a technician that's closed the case uh, because he wants to get bonuses. Ted Blom, let's leave it there for this morning. He is an energy analyst. And yeah, the dashboard is, is quite important in terms of which areas have been cut, how long they've been without power for. Because recently we had Pimville uh, residents in Soweto saying that they've been hit with over 160 power cuts in 60 days over June and July. And that's a number that's being contested by ESCOM. But they're basing their, that contestation on the faults that were logged by customers in that period. It's 11 o'clock. Luyanda is standing by with your latest news.